sorry about the uh, home done intro there guys but welcome back to a random special episode of random thoughts it's just me wheeler flying solo for this one guys so just as a heads up um so i today i'm actually technically i'm on my way back to my office from a work trip but i got plenty of time on the drive back so i kind of figured i would get this one topic out of the way that i really wanted to kind of dive into and kind of detail it a little bit more i mentioned it on that little mini half episode we did on super bowl sunday but i really want to dive into it more so this this episode is going to be primarily for my fellow nerds especially you comic book lovers whether you read you know digital comics or you're a hardcore fan and still do book form so what we are going to be diving into primarily today is going to be the king in black series from marvel that is currently going on um so the main character he's a villain and it goes by the name null k-n-u-l-l kind of like nullification just with a k uh, he's known as the King in Black. Now, mind you, this comic book series is currently spanning over essentially every separate character's comic book arcs. So their own series being done by different artists, you know, every issue. And so far, from what I have personally seen, I mean, this is ph- phenomenal. Like, this is one of the greatest crossover events essentially of all time in Marvel in my opinion. Don't be wrong, like we've had you know obviously multiple crossover events, even close to this scale. You know, you had Civil War one and two. Um shit, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Uh you know Secret Wars, the no uh the not Null, um, the Kree invasion, which was basically part of Secret Wars, I believe, but still, but this series, I don't think has enveloped the entire, essentially the entirety of the Marvel universe, and I mean universe, because like, when I mean, when I say it spans all of these different characters, comic books, I'm talking, like, you're not just seeing like Spider-Man and Captain America and you know most of the generic characters I mean you're seeing it span into Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Silver Surfer Thor just appeared and in a heavy duty way that I'm definitely going to be talking about Um, but yeah this is such a massive series and so far it's been so well done in my opinion which obviously doesn't equate to much because it's just my opinion. But, you know, definitely, like, what I've kind of been doing, I've been keeping up on it mainly primarily from a couple different YouTube channels that I've been following. You know, they've been breaking down certain issues, you know, most of the issues per character, almost by page, really, the main events of what's been going on. 
So that's how I've been kind of keeping up to date. And again, this is spanning every character. And even like, uh, I think the most recent one that I had checked out was the Black Panther arc, which was incredible. <laughs> like that was so very well done. But, um, so like starting it off from the beginning, I want to kind of like break down what I do know of this character. So Null, the King in Black, is essentially, the way they kind of put it, he was literally the first being in existence. So before the Big Bang and the creation of the universe, it was pure darkness, clearly. Um, and he's eventually he became into being a self-conscious entity, you know, floating in the darkness for millennia, um, until the creation of the universe, which was primarily done from the, um, oh, got a tractor trailer out here in the medium, oh, damn, how did he get, well, well, he done fucked up, damn, the front of that dude's rig is jacked, he is like, he completely took out the center guardrail, he is where the center guardrail should be, and mind you, I'm on the throughway. that dude, <laughs> ouch, <laughs> sorry to get a little sidetracked there. But, uh, yeah, so, like, the, in, you know, at least Marvel canon, it was essentially the, uh, Celestials that, you know, kind of created the universe, the Big Bang and such, and created all of the light, which drove him further into the darkness kind of thing. He got pissed at the Celestials, ended up killing a bunch of them. Uh, and mind you, one major thing to know about Null is he is the original creator of the symbiote, 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 the symbiote, I call it symbiote, I believe that's a proper pronunciation, symbiote army, so like Venom, Null is essentially his father, <laughs> let's face it, and mind you, this entire series, like, I believe it did have its own standalone beginning, as just Null, uh, the King in Black, but it was basically starting out of the Venom uh, comic book storyline. So you got Eddie Brock and his son, who he's trying to protect. Now, mind you, I completely forgot that Eddie Brock had a kid. Not just a kid, but because he's Eddie Brock's son, and Eddie Brock has the Ven Venom symbiote, you know, pretty much sketched into his DNA. Um, his kid also has abilities, and at this given point in time, oh yeah, really quick, if you haven't read this series, or you do want to check it out on your own, you don't want any spoilers, you should probably turn this off now, not gonna lie, because I am gonna be breaking down a number of the things that I have seen, but getting back into it, uh, so yeah, Eddie Brock's kid has, like, I can't remember what type of built, like, the kid is just a beast, mind you, he's, like, 12, typical comic book kind of age, but 
he basically alone is the best, biggest threat against Null, apparently. Like, he can somehow wipe out the symbiotes with his ability. Uh, I haven't dived too far into him yet as a character. But, um, so let's see. Yeah, Null, let's see. He essentially kills, like, like, he just about kills Eddie Brock. I think Eddie Brock does die at some point. But I got a feeling they're going to bring him back because it's Marvel and it's just what they do. Um, but, like, essentially, like, the introduction, like, he, he first goes to Null, like, please, like, just don't do this. Not to Earth. Like, you're going to have the rest of the universe just leave this place be. And Null just, like, rips Venom completely off of him, separates him from Venom completely, and then just throws Eddie Brock off a building. And then, uh, from there, I, like, like, somebody kind of, like, he lands and, like, just, in a brutal way, like, he does kind of survive, but, and, like, other heroes do try to help him, but pretty sure he does slowly die. But, like, you know, the entire, like, superhero forces of Earth, like, they, so they know he's coming, like, for somehow, I can't, I think it's Venom that warns everyone, so you got, like, the front line of Marvel heroes, like, waiting for him to slowly drift down to the ground, or close enough, you got, like, Captain America standing at the ready, and Null is just like, oh, look at you all, you know, you, you've all come to die already, essentially, like, you're just made this easy for me, thank you, and Captain America was just like, uh, it was, it was like, oh no, we weren't waiting on you, we are waiting on him, and out of nowhere, you see Sentry, uh, the character Sentry, if you know who he is, he's essentially like Marvel's Superman, really, like he's insanely strong, so he comes flying in, Hits, hits Null good, pretty good one or two good times. But then Null just grabs a hold of an arm, grabs a hold of an a, a leg, and literally rips Sentry in half. Now, mind you, if you do know the Sentry character and know generally how strong he is, that's a near impossible feat. And Null just does it with the greatest of ease. Just rips him right in half. And it's pretty... I mean, for a comic book... You know, I don't want to say it's gory, but it's kind of bloody, which is kind of dope. But yeah, so Sentry dies completely right out of the gate in the storyline, which is insane to me. So Sentry, I believe his storyline is continuing. Um, a couple of people are going to get him pretty much to save his soul in Valhalla. And if you know Thor at all and such you know what Valhalla is or Nordic mythology um so then that happens and then Null's just like okay symbiote army let's go and just the entire planet gets enveloped in darkness so like you have his symbiotes essentially either flat out killing people or converting them into his army so you've got like people you know, Captain America, Spider-Man, who's trying to, like, protect, uh, Eddie Brock's son, um, there's not too many heroes left at the current point in time, 
shit, I think even Captain Marvel got converted, to be completely honest. I'm almost sure on that. Um, but the prime list of Marvel heroes have all been wiped out by this guy. Even the Incredible Hulk, um, if I remember correctly, I didn't really dive too much into that storyline yet. That's another one I've got to get into. But if I remember correctly, Null essentially, like, trapped him inside of, like, his mind, essentially. Like, how could I put it? He's in, like, a very shriveled Hulk state. Essentially trapped in his own head. Like, so, even the Hulk is completely out of the game at the moment. Which, that's another massive feat on this guy's part. But, um, so then, let's see. What are some of the other characters that they're spanning over? So, yeah, like I mentioned, they've moved into Guardians of the Galaxy. So, that's more of a where are they, what are they doing now type of thing. What was their introduction to Null? Um, which Peter Quill, leader of the Guardians, uh, he himself has met Null. That I believe is so. But at some point, I can't remember what happened. He gains essentially the power cosmic also and became and becomes like a super being. Like his uh, plasma pistol that he uses has gotten a massive upgrade. <laughs> and like he kind of forgot who he was. Like, he went, like, he got, keep, kept getting teleported around to different places. So, like, Peter Quill at the current moment is, like, a super being, while the other, you know, galactic heroes are essentially trying to locate him. Uh, even the Silver Surfer had met Null millennia ago near the beginning of Null's storyline, essentially. Like, he had gone to the place where Null was, met Null's uh, main royal guard, I guess you could consider. That's what I would classify. I, yeah, I call him. Let's go a Hunter x Hunter reference, and we'll call him the royal guard for now. But they're like, essentially like super beings, and like, when Silver Surfer got there, like, he was already in a weakened state from trying to protect himself from something else. So, like, these guys kind of start beating the shit out of him. He kind of makes a Essentially, he creates, like, an energy ball in his hand and, like, lights that fucker up and it's brighter than the sun, blows him back, but then steps up to this massive doorway that he's at and Null just rips him in. And at one point, the Silver Surfer does get, like, he tries fleeing from him, he tries to outrun him, which doesn't work. So they were, like, flying through space. Null's chasing them. And at one point, the Silver Surfer does get converted. There is a, um, a Black Silver Surfer storyline. Because uh, I remember watching a couple of videos kind of regarding it. There's two separate videos that I watched where they were, like, 20 minutes each. So it's a pretty in-depth storyline. That one I would definitely suggest checking out. Plus, the artwork in those comics are really interesting and unique, in my opinion. It's a lot different from what you would generally see in Marvel currently. So I would definitely check them out. Um, let's see. Who else can we talk about real quick? So another one that I just recently checked up on was the Black Panther storyline. And one 
definitely interesting aspect on that one that I thought was really neat, and it brought a definite more human side to T'Challa, because it is T'Challa who's still the Black Panther in the storyline. They bring in kind of the romance relationship between him and Aurora, or a.k.a. Storm, from the X-Men, who is currently fighting in New York and losing a fighting battle. And he knows it. Like, he can just, you know, feel it. Feel it, feel it. Um, But he is currently in Wakanda defending, you know, his kingdom as the king should. You know, just tearing symbiotes apart. But, like, again, they're losing a... They're losing a losing battle. Like, the null forces are just overrunning things. They're breaking through with their shields. People are getting converted, if not killed. So him, Shuri, and Osaka? I can't remember the general's name, the bald chick. Um, So, like, they essentially get back to the palace, like, fall back, and, like, you know, like, we're not going to win this with brute strength, with power. We need to come up with a plan. And he essentially starts, like, inner monologuing with his father, if I remember correctly. He was, like, trying to give him guidance, you know, spiritual guidance. Because they're very, very close with the spiritual plane. And, like, even his father says, like, the only way you can win this fight is with a well-thought-out plan. And that's exactly what he does. And, like, at first, like, it kind of seems like he's sacrificing Shuri by, like, going to this supercomputer thing that she has, which creates hundreds of, like, essentially clones of her, like, re- like and they are very realistic, because, I mean, they even start to get taken over by the symbiotes. Um, but to help defend the people, to draw, uh, draw back all the civilians, to protect everybody as much as possible, while T'Challa prepares what his plan is, which I'm not sure how many people really know too much about the Black Panther mythos, like, like their sacred, sacred panther, the giant panther statue, like, what is basically all based off of stems from this panther god, spirit, whatever you want to call it, called, I believe it's called Bat, Bast, 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 it's like B-A-A-S-T, I think. Um, like, he, you know, they got some type of machine, you know, technology, because their technology is insanely advanced, as we all know. Um, so, like, out of nowhere, like, one of the symbiote dragons. Now, mind you, these are the big, bad, bigger bads of the, his symbiote army. They're massive. Like, they do so much damage. They do so much conversion um, but out of nowhere, like, it's kind of like a panned out view of the city, like a city street, and you see the dragon coming down, but then you see this giant, like, electric panther spirit, massive, mind you, come crashing up out of the ground and is biting the dragon's, like, shoulder, completely destroying it. And they essentially use Bast, and then, um... To like help fight against that, T'Challa uses uh, Doctor Claw. I can't remember his first name, 
He was the villain in the MCU Black Panther movie. Like, he uses his sonic weapon combined with, like, using, like, essentially, like, launching it off the shields, which just multiplies the effect, destroying all of the symbiotes inside of Wakanda. It's basically how that storyline, that comic issue wrapped up, which was phenomenal again, guys. Um, but so far, probably one of my favorite storyline, well, like, not storylines per se, but, like, fights specifically that I've really enjoyed so far um, is Thor. Fucking Thor. So, with him, he just kind of finished, like, he was kind of MIA, he wasn't on Earth, um, nobody could get a hold of him, nobody could reach him, contact him in any way, nobody knew where he was, they didn't know if he was on Asgard or what was going on. He just finished up, I think it was called, like, the Black Winter arc. So, at the moment, he, he became king, which gave him the full force of the uh, the Odin force of Asgard, and then he also apparently became a herald of Galactus, and was given the power cosmic. So Thor got a massive, again, another massive power upgrade, uh, which he had also apparently used to destroy Galactus, yada yada, in that arc. Um, returned to Asgard, and now he just showed up to fight Null. Apparently he has lost against his forces a little bit before, but now with this massive power upgrade, he came hauling back in, and like, it's a really good fight. Like, they're just uh, mutually exchanging blows, and at one point, like, probably one of my favorite um, panels in the comic uh, Thor gets a really, I don't know, I mean, really good swing in with Mjolnir. Beams Null in the jaw, completely taking it off. Oh yeah, one thing I did forget to mention about Null, kind of what he looks like. Picture like a long hair, long silvered hair, like 80s death metal um, album cover type character. And that's basically him. He's an ugly motherfucker. So, like, Thor just takes off his jaw completely. Obviously, he can regenerate, whatever. So they're going back and forth. People are watching. People are seeing it. Something, I can't, I can't exactly remember what particularly happened. But Thor, of course, gets slightly distracted. He turns around to look at something and no... Right, in the, right through the back gets a good stab in and that's kind of where they left that if I remember right that's where they left it as a cliffhanger um, so I'm really really interested in continuing Thor's storyline to that um, Spider-Man like I said is kind of protecting uh, the one kid so it's like so you got like people like Reed Richards that are that's down there helping that among some other characters shit blades into the fray uh, he's helping kill some of the symbiotes uh, I think they're going out after somebody uh, actually no he might actually be the one, one of the ones protecting the kid because I think they finally like set out with the kid to take out Null essentially 
Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Other characters that have been introduced. Oh, yeah, like, random characters, too, have been introduced. Like, um, Spider-Gwen, which is a, another universe's version of Spider-Man, but it's the Gwen Stacy character. She becomes Spider-Gwen. She kind of gets brought into our universe again. Somehow, I can't remember how. And it, and it's not just her that got brought over. Uh, that reality's version of Mary Jane Parker gets brought over. But she's not alone. Apparently, this Mary Jane becomes that universe's version of Carnage. Which is a very unique twist. I've got to give him credit. Like, I definitely wouldn't have seen that coming. So, I think, at the moment, Gwen is not only dealing with Noel's army, who's, who knows that she's there, Noel feels it, chasing her down, but now she's also having to deal with Carnage while trying to not harm Mary Jane Parker. Or Watson Parker. I, whatever. You know what I mean. Mary Jane. Um, got a lot of information going through my head. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else is going on in there. Yeah, Spider-Man's never gotten his ass kicked a bit. I mean, they've all gotten their ass kicked a bit. I believe Captain America is now back to being normal. They saved him and a number of other heroes, but it's still just a massive losing battle. I'm not quite sure how they're going to especially use Eddie Brock's son to defeat him. Um, mind you, the story arc has been going on now, I want to say, for almost close to a year, I want to say. It's really, really good, guys. So if you are a comic book fan, I highly, highly suggest checking it out. I like My descriptions cannot do this series justice, especially the fact that like I said, it's spanning over so many different characters, separate series. And for the most part so far, I have yet to see like a shred of bad artwork, really. Like each individual artist has been doing a really well done job. I would definitely, definitely suggest checking it out. And I'm just kind of excited to finally be able to talk about it, even if it's just kind of like to myself and to you guys. You know, telling you about it. Don't get me wrong. It's not that. Ecker, I love you. Alright, you're my brother. I love you. However, Ecker just, especially when it comes to comic books per se, doesn't quite get excited like I do. You know, he's got his interests. I've got mine. But it is what it is. And I'm really only doing this little half episode because, one, I really wanted to talk about this the series and I'm on a trip back from work so I had the time so I figured why not um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I kind of wanted to bring up oh yeah so um, a movie for my also my nerd fans uh, that's coming out next month prepares on March 21st yeah March 21st on HBO Max now, this is a movie that even Acker is excited for. 
and we're probably gonna do like a little watch party type thing. Uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Oh my gosh. They released another new trailer, and this one was a bit more... Let's face it, the first one heavily favored Kong, which was dope, because, like, you know, you see Godzilla, like, ripping and tearing onto that battleship, and Kong, you just see Kong just swing and just co-cock him. Um, but it was a very heavily favored Kong trailer. So Japan put out a new one that just got brought over and dubbed and whatnot, um, that's a bit more equalized. You do get to see Godzilla while it's also on the battleship carrier. Uh, not only did Kong get that good punch in on Godzilla, but Godzilla gets a really good, like, I'm going to call it a bitch smack, because Godzilla doesn't really clench his fist too much. Like, he just swipes and just, boom, cococks Kong right inside of the face, which I thought was pretty dope. Now, a lot of people are speculating that, you know, Mechagodzilla is going to appear in this one, which I am also going to speculate on. Like, I, it's, it, it's going to happen. Like, we all know that movie franchise toys tend to spoil a lot of details of the movies, which they kind of did with this one, too. Um, they kind of already showed, like, a mech-type monster, but if you're looking in the trailers, you know, there's this one Asian dude who's standing in front of, like, some massive, like, computer screens and such like that. And if you pause it or you see some of the stills, it's saying, like, like charge is complete or whatever. But, like, it's a giant robotic outline, you know, diagram type thing, which you can just, you know that's Mechagodzilla. But the question is now... One, who is controlling this Mechagodzilla? Two, what is its purpose? And three, are these the motherfuckers that are making Godzilla look bad in this movie by destroying cities and shit and killing people? Because, like, yeah, Godzilla just kind of does what he wants in general, but, you know, they kind of try to portray him as a defender of Earth, which technically he's not. He just does his own thing. Um, but I do like how they are actually going to be bringing Mechagodzilla. Like, I mean, obviously, after King of the Monsters, you saw a very wide variety of stuff. Uh, different, uh, uh, what do they call them? Titans. You know, there's definitely going to be more Titans in this one as well, which I'm pretty pumped for. Obviously, you're going to see a couple more of the uh, Skull Crawlers on Kong Island. I'm really hoping they get into the Hollow Earth storyline more I mean there's going to be a lot of good stuff about this movie and so far I do not have a pitted winner apparently the director did put it out there that by the end of the movie there will be a winner not multiple not it's not going to be a draw like it, the original was which was a classic um, but there will be a definitive winner so I'm intrigued to see who that ends up being. <clears throat> I mean, I I can't really put my money at right down now yet on uh, either one of them. Oop, that's a cop. But, <laughs> not that I don't have everything recording safely here, guys. Mind you, I 
I'm a very paranoid driver, so I'm constantly looking out, driving safe. So no worries. But getting back to Kong and Godzilla, I'm super excited. Again, that comes out March 21st, so be on the lookout. If you don't have HBO Max, man, do the free trial. <laughs> but let's see. Really, those were the two main things I really wanted to talk about, but. Yeah, it was mainly just the King and Black series, guys. It's just so damn good. Like, even if you guys can catch some of, like, the YouTube videos like I have. I can't remember the uh, channel names. I will uh, try to get them posted up to the Facebook page. But, yeah. Um, for whoever did tune in for this episode, I highly and greatly appreciate it. This is my first solo episode, even if it's a half episode. You know, I didn't really quite think I could talk as much as I have. Because I'm kind of a generally quiet person. But when it comes to the podcast, I try to be a bit more outgoing, out there, more talkative. Like you guys know. But again, uh, we are going to probably be doing another full episode here either this weekend. I think we're shooting for this weekend, if I believe. Um... Which, obviously, of course, I'm gonna, Ecker will be back with me. We're going to try to get things back at, back to normal after taking, like, three months off. I do apologize on that. You know, like we, uh, like we were saying on that last little half episode. You know, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Like, I've been super busy with work. Um, you know, like, we've, we've just had things going on, guys. And, like, as unfortunate as it is... It did take away from, you know, coming up with ideas and act, getting actual recording done and such. But we are going to be kind of trying to come back full time. So make sure to check out the next episode. Also, we would love to hear from you guys more. So if you guys, you know, typically listen on a regular basis, you guys want to like chime in, add some topics, talk hear us talk about, you know, some ideas that you guys come up with, by all means, feel free to submit them. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at Their Random Thoughts. It's not just Random Thoughts, unfortunately. That was already taken, so it's going to be at Their, T-H-E-I-R, Their Random Thoughts. So you can hit us up on our Facebook page. If you know us personally, feel free to, you know, like, shoot one of us a text and let us know um but yeah we would love to take some of your guys's comments your ideas um i do know our one of our former guest hosts one of our most common uh mr tim mr tim plug he did uh send me one probably about a week ago you know it was a really good one so i'm going to keep that for the next episode but for now, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for me. And I could use a nap. <laughs> so, alright, guys. Thanks again so much if you did chime, uh, tune in. Again, I really hope you guys check out this series. Um, I do know that a few of my friends are definitely into more comics, uh, so, like, Walt, our buddy Walt, 
If you do happen to check out this episode, man, shout out to you. Make sure you are checking out this series because it is phenomenal, man. You would definitely love it. But other than that, guys, I'm going to head out for the day, finish my drive, and enjoy the sunshine. Have a good one, everybody. See you later.